skeptical about custom beauty, honestly, y'all, I totally get it. My feed is flooded with customize this and personalize that, all promising, you know, to fix all of our beauty, hair, and skin problems. Truthfully, I was so skeptical when I saw this brand, but I'm a total believer now. When pros says custom, they actually mean it. Their products are no gimmicks, and your formula couldn't exist without you. Each and every bottle of Pro's custom hair care and skin care is made to order and personalized with unique blends of naturally powerful and proven effective ingredients to meet your needs. Their in-depth consultation analyzes over 80 factors for a complete view of your life and beauty goals. And they get personal. Pro's covers everything from your concerns to diet, exercise, and stress levels to uncover what's impacting your hair and skin health. Did you know, for example, that Minneapolis has like weirdly hard water, which apparently was affecting my hair. So like some of the ingredients that they put into my hair care was to like deal with the fact that we have hard water. Wow. I love that. They also asked me things like, you know, because I have had a baby recently, like, am I still breastfeeding? What are my hair goals? And I also really appreciated they asked like, how much effort do you want to put into your hair? Yeah, <laughs> because like I'm at the point, you know, I used to let, yeah, I used to do those, you know, put effort into my appearance, but now it's like, I just want to be able to walk out of the door without feeling self-conscious. Um, I, this is truly such a genuine endorsement. So I've really enjoyed using these products. But don't just take our word for it. In a third-party, double-blind, dermatologist-supervised control clinical trial, this is like the gold standard of all of these trials, Pros proved that personalization works better than off-the-shelf alternatives. Try it for yourself and get your healthiest hair in 30 days or your money back. Pros is so confident that you'll love your results that they're offering our listeners an exclusive trial offer so you can see the difference custom care can make. 50% off your first subscription order at pros.com slash justbreakup. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash justbreakup for your free consultation and 50% off your one-of-a-kind formulas, pros.com slash justbreakup. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Welcome to Just Break Up, the podcast about love, heartbreak, and all the relationship advice you don't want to hear. My name is Sierra DeMolder. And I'm Sam Blackwell. And today we're going to answer a letter from somebody whose partner has fallen for an OnlyFans creator. But before we get into it, we are going to give you our Surgeon General's warning, which is that Sierra and I are not licensed mental health practitioners. Yes, we are not. We are not professionals. We are not trained in any of this. So please take our advice as you see fit. We're only here to offer our humble musings to hopefully shed some understanding and maybe some laughs about the incredibly rewarding but mostly confusing experience that is love. All right, let's get into today's letter. So today's letter comes from Jealous, question mark, babe, whose pronouns are she, her, who is writing from Confusion City. Dear Sam and Sierra, my partner, he, him, 30, and I, she, her, 29, have been together nine years, married for two. 
we're crazy about each other and our relationship is super supportive and loving. And while there have been ups and downs, like there are in every relationship, we know that we are each other's person and are committed to sticking together for the long haul. And over the last two years, there's been this thing that has come up several times that I need some help thinking through. Just for some context, earlier in our relationship, I would have said that we were monogamish. Both of us kissed other women, often while the other one was present, and sometimes when they were not. We even had a threesome with a friend of mine early in our relationship. Over the last six years, though, we have been solidly monogamous in our actions, though occasionally we've talked about our crushes, always on women, and the idea of asking a third to join us. More recently, conversations about a third have only taken place as a form of sexy talk, and after he has come, he'll say something like, I don't want that, or that would be a disaster. At the same time, talking about it is about the only thing that makes him come. So here's the thing. My partner has also been trying to use less porn for ethical reasons and locked in on the idea that buying custom porn on OnlyFans is a more ethical way of accessing porn. Dubious, in my opinion. About a year ago, he started having regular conversations with one of the people selling him custom videos. And he started to become low-key obsessed with her. He found out what part of the country she was living in, her previous employers, stalker shit. They apparently had some really intense conversations and had some kind of falling out and she blocked him. He became really sad about the whole thing, concerned about her, her life, and her mental health to the point where I was comforting him as he would cry about how sad he was for her. I told him to respect the block and that there's really nothing he, a total stranger over the internet who buys her porn, can really do for her. I thought we agreed that this was the end of the weird chapter, but every once in a while I find him looking at her profile. He quickly shuts his laptop or exits the screen if I see it, and I've told him it's okay and I just want you to be honest with me and let's talk about it. I don't think of myself as a jealous person, but back when he was talking to her almost daily, I felt sick to my stomach and couldn't focus on my work. I did tell him I didn't like what he was doing, mostly because it I felt like he was getting too involved and treating her poorly, especially when he reached back out to her after she blocked him. It was a relief when she blocked him. I'm not sure what would have happened if she hadn't. But I know he still thinks about her and looks at her stuff and it makes me feel super shitty, but I don't have any labels for it. If this is jealousy, well, I didn't expect myself to feel like this. I also feel crappy about how he acted towards her, disrespecting the blocks and saying some of the things that he said to her. He knows that he acted poorly towards her and will admit that, which is good. I know he feels ashamed when I catch him looking at her profile. He can't explain why he does it when I ask him. So my question is, what kind of conversation can I have with him when I see him looking at her stuff again? Can I reframe this? Is it the same thing as me looking up an ex on Facebook? I feel like most of my friends are in pretty standard heteronormative relationships or would be really judgmental of my partner if I talked about this with them. So I would really love your thoughts. Thanks a ton. Jealous? Question mark. Babe. All right, Jealous Babe. Thanks for writing and trusting us with this question. I definitely see how um, this could be a hard question to talk about with like... you know, somebody inside your circle. So I'm really grateful that you trust us with it. Uh, yeah, this is, this is tricky. Um, I feel like you are having some like alarm bells. I'm thinking about the episode we <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> aired on Monday. Um, but I feel like you're having some feelings come up about this and you're, Because of the circumstance, you're like, is this jealousy? I'm not normally a jealous person, you know? Um, And Sam and I are wondering if, like, it's not jealousy. It's more like general 
discomfort because this situation gives us some some red flags. And I like don't I don't say that lightly or flippantly. Um, You know, I know this is somebody that you've worked really hard to build a trusting, loving relationship with. And there are so many green flags in this relationship for me. There's so much proof of like love and maturity and healthy boundaries. You know, like you've got a lot of really good things going for you. And I can tell that you've worked really hard to build that with this partner. Um, And at the same time, this behavior from your partner is... To me, for me, it goes beyond just something that would maybe trigger jealousy and would potentially, and I'm not you, so I could be totally wrong, but it could potentially make me really look at my partner differently. Like I, the, like you said in your letter, this is like a little concerning, right? Like some stalker behavior surrounding an OnlyFans person. Um, So, yeah, we're going to dive into some of the nuance of this and hopefully give you some perspective that help you unpack um, and validate some of your feelings. Um, But first, we're going to take a really quick break. All right, y'all know that Sam and I record every single episode of Just Break Up virtually. So I literally see this beautiful person on Zoom like multiple times a week. And every time Sam pops up into Zoom, I comment on their outfit. And I swear, like 99% of the time, I'm like, oh my God, that outfit is so cute. Where did you get it? Sam says quince. You too can upgrade your wardrobe with luxury essentials at unbeatable prices. Quince is here to transform the way you shop with a range of high quality items priced within reach. That's right. They have 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for $50, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, and timeless 14 karakal jewelry. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middle person and passes that saving on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Y'all have heard me talk about my leather bag that I use as both a laptop bag and a diaper bag. And I love it because (laughs) (laughs) honestly, it looks really cute in every single circumstance that I use it. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash just break up for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash just break up to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash just break up. All right, head and heart workers, you know, I'm all about tackling our money shame and becoming fiscally empowered, regardless of how much money we make or how much debt we have. I think it's such a crucial step in our own self-acceptance and empowerment. That's why I love that today's episode is sponsored by Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. With Rocket Money, you can see all of your subscriptions in one place. And if you see something you don't want, you can just cancel it with a tap. You never have to get on the phone with customer service. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. 
Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled unwanted subscriptions. And listen, we always talk to you about like conflict styles and open and honest communications, but honestly, save your energy and get Rocket Money to cancel those subscriptions for you. <laughs> Stop wasting yeah. you money. You don't need to practice that. Yeah. We don't need to do head and heart work with like customer service representatives. You know what I mean? Like just like... Use the middle person. <laughs> Just get Rocket Money in there to help you do what you need to do. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup. That's rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup. Rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup. All right, everyone. Welcome back. Um, yes, uh, everything that Sierra said uh, before we went into the break, <laughs> I think this situation is uh, is really tricky. And I and I also want to kind of reiterate this idea that, you know, I don't know that the emotion that you're experiencing right now is jealousy. I think that what you are feeling is is discomfort or um, sort of like unease with the fact that your partner seems to be operating outside of the values that you two share around how you treat people and how you engage in relationship with people. You know, I think, um, I think the idea that your partner is, you know, using only fans and paying for custom porn content, like, isn't a red flag for me. Right. Like, I think that that's like, like, I, I think that that's really understandable. And I also, you know, I love the idea of paying creators for their work directly as opposed to like, through, right. Like I, I think Check that out that's our January Patreon subscriber <laughs> goal. <laughs> Right. Uh, that's why we're answering this letter is because we wanted to push the Patreon. No. <laughs> Just kidding. That's a joke. Uh, no, but like, you know, you know, I do think that there is an argument to say that like paying people directly for their content is a more ethical way of consuming porn. Oh, I definitely right? think so. 100%. I think that that's really yep. true. Um, and I also want to say that like in the way that so many things are nuanced, right, when it comes to sex work, it is, there are lines that can be crossed, right? Like it is really possible to get into places where we're no longer just consuming consensually things that people are producing, but we're becoming predatory, right? Like we're becoming something that is not cool. And I, and I just want to name that, like the way that your partner is engaging with this person or has engaged with this person, like, isn't cool. Like the, the behavior isn't good. Right. And I, and I want to make that really clear because because I want to say that you're like creating a lot of space for your partner and his feelings around this person and his own stuff around it. And I, and I'm just, I'm concerned that, that you're getting lost in this, right? Like that you as the person in this relationship is getting lost in this, right? Like you're spending a lot of times regulating your own feelings about this and saying like, is this jealousy? Should I be feeling this? Should I not be even as your partner is behaving really badly towards this person and putting you in a really weird and uncomfortable position to have to comfort him based on the fact that he overstepped boundaries and lines with this person so much so that she had to block him, right? Like so much so that she felt like she couldn't be in communication or relationship with him. And, and I understand and deeply empathize with the idea of like, yeah. And I want to create space and I want to comfort and I want to hold the complexity of this. But sometimes when we hold 
too much complexity around some of this stuff, we can lose sight of like what our actual morals and values are and the ways in which we are like hurt by the actions of the people in our life, right? Like we can create so much space for them that suddenly there's not enough for us. And and throughout this letter, I'm like, where are you in this, right? Like, how are you feeling about this? The only thing that you told us about like how you feel about this person's behavior is that you might be jealous of this OnlyFans creator. But I, I like I said, I, I don't think it's jealousy. I think it's like a deep discomfort with how your partner is behaving towards this person. Yeah. And I mean, as just like a general caveat, like Sam and I are not in your body. We're not in your relationship. We we could be totally wrong about 100% of the things that we say on here because we don't know any of you personally. And also like, I think I can't tell if you didn't include the details of their engagement because you didn't know them or because you wanted to spare them from us. But like, I would be very curious if this was my partner, I would be really curious about what the bounds of their behavior was, not because I felt like I was being cheated on or stepped out on or anything like that, but because like Sam said, I'm not sure if I would feel great about my partner participating in stalker behavior. You know, like it it would make to put it really plainly, it would make me it would there would be like cognitive dissonance there right because it would be somebody that i love and that i feel safe with partake partaking in behavior that make that is that is total opposite of what i'm used to with them you know um and honestly i'm so thrilled to answer this letter because i i really appreciate your vulnerability i'm not sure where to go in this because um I think in this day and age, parasocial relationships are really confusing and, and, you know, historically Sam and I have said that like someone's behavior to someone else at a different time doesn't dictate who they can be with you. You know, like I, I, I'm truly, I would be uncertain. Let me put it this way. Sam says like, I want to know where your feelings are in this. And I'm just going to add to that and say like, I would also be confused. I would also be like, where am I falling in this and what does accountability look like in this, in our partnership and what, how much space can my feelings take up basically? Yeah. You know, like you even say in your letter, you know, when he was talking to her daily, you were feeling sick to your stomach and, and couldn't focus on your work. Um, you know, and, and of, I think that it's worth sort of investigating whether or not that was just a product of jealousy. And also, you know, like you all get to dictate the the boundaries in your relationship. And so if this type of, um, if this type of like prolonged and consistent engagement with an OnlyFans creator is something that is making you feel so uncomfortable that you can't even go to work, right? Like that is that's worthy of a conversation and yes. it doesn't mean that you're not enlightened or it doesn't mean that you're like somehow like a terrible, crazy, jealous girlfriend or whatever, like all of the different like terrible tropes that we put onto people. Right. Like, yeah, you know, I don't think that like being an enlightened person means that you have to be okay with everything that your partner does. Right. It doesn't mean that you have to be okay with your partner interacting with an OnlyFans creator every single day. Right. Like I think that, 
I think that it's important for you all to consider and to talk about and to understand like what are the ins and outs of your relationship? What's okay and what's not okay? And for you to to do some a work to understand for yourself like what feels good and what doesn't feel good in this relationship because I again like I think it's hard for me to understand even how you're feeling about the situation besides maybe question mark jealous, right? Like what, how is this sitting in your body? Like, what does it feel like for you to do this? And, and just the idea of like, you catch him continuing to look at her profile, this person that has blocked him, this person that has said yeah. like, you're an unsafe person for me to be in, in, in communication with. And, and your immediate response is to tell him it's okay, right? Like your immediate response is to like caretake for him in this. And I and I love that impulse, right? Like I, I love caretakers and I am one us, of them. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and I'm concerned about the fact that like there's nothing in here about how you feel when this is happening. Because if I was in a situation with a partner who was, you know, had a parasocial relationship with an OnlyFans creator and was like having this type of reaction, I I don't know that I would feel an immediate impulse to say like, how do I caretake for you? <laughs> right? Like I don't, it, it would be, it would be upsetting for me. Right? Like I would have a lot of feelings about what was happening in that situation. And again, like, it's not about the OnlyFans stuff, right? Like, I, I don't know if Peter subscribes to OnlyFans accounts, but like, if he did, I would be fine with it, right? Like, it's, it is well within the bounds of our relationship for, for us to do that. But like, this is a step beyond just the idea of like creating custom content into like your partner has behaved really badly towards this person and is really hung up on it, right? And obviously feels shame, obviously feels whatever it is, but like, that's not happening in isolation. It's not just his problem. It is also impacting your relationship in a meaningful way. And what's happening is that he's getting all the caretaking for this. And you're where are you in it, right? Like, how are your wounds in this uncomfortable, sticky situation being tended to? And who's tending to them? Because it's obviously not him. And honestly, from your letter, it feels like you're not really tending to them either. So that's that is the concern that I have. Not that not that this situation has happened or that he's like a terrible person, but this but like you're not in this, right? Like you're, no one is tending to you. No one is caring for you in a situation that like is not your fault. That is a hundred percent out of outside of your control. And that has like real implications on your understanding of yourself, your relationship, your partner, right? Like where, where are you in this? Yeah. I think Sam said something great before we press record that like, I think you've, you've hinted at in, in so many words, but just to say explicitly, like we like the way that you are, practicing this malleable monogamy, right? Like that we like that you have monogamish ish, uh -huh. however they say, <laughs> you sure. know, and that like, that sounds like we said before, that sounds really healthy and safe. Um, and we also like our pro sex workers. We have no problem with any of that. Um, especially because each of to, each of us have our own boundaries with that within our own relationships. But it, it's clear that it's, it's not about the logistics of the scenario. It's about your partner's behavior right. and the aftermath of that behavior. <clears throat> so looking directly at your final questions, what kind of conversations can I have with him when I see him looking at her stuff again? I would say something like, uh, it seems like you are unable to control checking on this person. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I don't want to use the word like addict, uh, like 
an addiction because it's not that. And also we know that a lot of social media plus emotional feelings, you know, can create this sort of um, Pavlovian bell sort of need to check on things, you know? Um, so in addition to making space for your for your feelings, for your discomfort around this whole situation, you know, in addition to, to making space for that in your relationship, I would make space for conversations around, um, you know, the how unhealthy it is to check things. You know mm. what I mean? How like it, it, it seems to be adding to the not stalker behavior, but of course we know that that goes hand in hand, but like compulsive sort of need to check and control and to, you know, whatever um, you can reframe it in a way that is, that sees it for what it is. You know, you asked, is it the same thing as me looking at my exes on Facebook? I love that your compassion is leading you to try to reframe it. I love mm -hmm. it. I personally don't feel like it is the same because they did not have a relationship or maybe they did actually like, oh, fuck, I don't know. I, I don't, don't know. know because I don't know the only fans uh, creator either. Like, uh, gotta respect the block. <laughs> That's what I'll end with. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I also, I think that like, as you're having these conversations with him, I want you to talk about how this is making you feel right. Like I want you to not just be like, how do I have a conversation in which I like hold all of the complexity of the things that he's going through? I also want you to say, right. Like the fact that you keep looking at this person's profile after she blocked you makes me feel uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. Right? Yes. Absolutely. That's it right there. Right? Thank like, you, Sam. The fact that you, you know, the fact that you are so hung up on this person that you had this like relationship with makes me feel like, like we're overstepping a line, right? Or it makes yeah, me feel like- Yeah, and there's something there that you haven't told me, Yeah, right? absolutely. Like, it's right? not about being jealous in like an, like a, in like a immature way. It's about saying, this is not sitting right to me. Absolutely. Something's going off in my mind. Yeah, absolutely. It's hard for me to understand why you are so, you know, hung up on this person. And that's making me feel- at ease or like unease, right? Like that's making me feel uncomfortable. Can you help me understand this? And I want you to also understand like how this is sitting with me. I want you to also say like the way that you behaved with this person makes me really uncomfortable, right? Like it makes me question whether or not this is like a functional relationship, right? Like I understand that you feel shame over it. And also what are we going to do about this, right? Like, how are we going to repair our relationship as somebody who watched you behave really badly towards this person? And I, I think that it's important not just to create space for how he's feeling in this, but I also want there to be some accountability for him around how he behaved with this OnlyFans creator and the ramification that that is having in your relationship. Like the, the, the repercussions that have been going on because because I think it's important for you to not just, again, sweep all of this under the rug to create enough space for him to have all his feelings, but to say, you're allowed to have your feelings and I'm also allowed to be really uncomfortable with how this went down, right? I'm also allowed to have a lot of feelings about how this is happening. I'm also allowed to be uncomfortable with what I see as really red flag behavior from you towards this person, right? Like I, 
I want you to be able to take up space in that. And I want you to be able to talk about it with him because I think it's really important for you to not just feel this like sort of confusion about your own feelings, but to also dig into those and, and share them with him because the way that this is going now is like nothing's going to change unless somebody has some accountability. And that is either with him changing his behavior about how he's like spending time or with you saying like, this can't be continue to be happening, right? Like this isn't working for us and we need to figure out something different. And and honestly, I'm just realizing that the whole thing also makes me icky because of like, us paying for content from content creators and the sense of ownership people get because of capitalism and sexism. And like, so there's, there's, there's so much here. There's so much here. And I want to know what you jealous question mark, babe feel about it. And, and, and I encourage you to have these deeper conversations, these more uncomfortable conversations with your partner beyond just affirming his um, hurt over whatever happened with them. All right, my darling, we know that this is 10 times more complicated and nuanced than we podcast hosts, you know, on the outside could ever experience. Um, But we hope we We hope we gave you some things to think about. And most importantly, we hope you feel more empowered to like claim your feelings in all of this. Um, And we hope that we genuinely hope that it helps. Absolutely. Thank you so much for writing. We love you. So much. All right, everyone, if you would like more content from us or if you would like to join us for our monthly office hours, uh, you can do that on Patreon. If you support us for as little as $5 a month, you'll get an additional bonus weekly episode as well as access to our monthly hangouts where we shoot the shit and answer questions. That's patreon.com slash justbreakuppod. You can slide into our DM, send us your favorite relationship memes, but most importantly, you can submit your questions about all matters of the heart at justbreakuppod.com, which is also where you can get our merchandise. Please remember to like, follow, subscribe, give us a five-star rating and review. This literally keeps our mics on and helps us reach more brokenhearted souls who need two random strangers giving them relationship advice. Just Break Up is a production of Duvid Media, original music, recording, and editing, producing all magical things by our good friend Spencer Worth Davis. Make sure to check out his podcasts and music. And remember... You know, it's a it's a beautiful thing to be compassionate, to work to understand what other people are going through, what other people are feeling. But it's equally important to make space for your own feelings. Both of those things can exist at the same time. Compassion and understanding for others can exist in tandem with compassion and understanding for yourself. And if all else fails, just break up. <laughs>